What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast where we seek to ask and answer the questions of life and theology correctly. I'm Daniel Corey, pastor of King's Cross Church in Kirkland. And I'm Josh Loftus, board certified member of King's Cross Church. Board certified member? I'm a board certified member. Like you are, you're bored? Yes, I'm bored right now. (laughs) You're certifiably bored? I'm certified and it's boring. Okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Which is, which, which here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you're in church, boring is good. (laughs) You don't want things super exciting? It's when things get exciting. You like people shouting. Yeah, it's when things get exciting, especially for us Reformed Baptists. Excitement is is bad. We don't like that. No, we don't dig it. What's up, man? How was your week? My week has been better. I or I've had better weeks. You've had better weeks. I, I've had better weeks. So what I. What could have happened? Well, it's um, been sunny. It's been beautiful. I here. turned in. Yes, that is true. I I turned into a grumpy old man this week. I was doing some work up in Bremerton, mm. um, up there near the Navy base, and I was in my car, and I was driving out of the Navy base. Yeah, and um, you have a nice car, it, and I mean it's not. I mean it's a 2011. Maserati. No. <laughs> that's 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 it. That's when I'm asleep and I'm dreaming. Yeah. No, I have a Toyota Camry, Daniel. Oh. Yeah. 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 I have a 2011 Toyota you have a, Camry. You have a Camerati. I have a Camerati. Dude, I like it. Sounds better when you say it like that. Yeah. I have a Toyota, <laughs> Toyota Camerati. Yeah. Camerati. <laughs> it sounds yeah. Italian. Yes, um, and uh, I was driving out of the Navy base. Uh, I had the right of way. I want to state that right now because here comes screaming toward me. And she was big, yelling. Well, she in my mind, she was OK. In my mind, she was yelling bloody murder. That's what matters. Right? And uh, she's on her phone. She's on her phone. Well, you're not supposed to be on your phone when you drive, though. Y- you know, fun fact. Young people like to do their own thing. Oh, gotcha. Um, and she was in the turn lane and she decided to turn uh, because the entire universe revolved around her. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm stepping into the grumpy old man again. <laughs> That's what's happening. And, uh, and you're just watching this unfold. I'm, I'm watching this unfold. I slam on the brakes because she swerves right in front of me. Yeah. She, I mean, she's in the turn lane either right away. I'm driving straight. She decides, oh, nah, I'm going to go for it. And she just cranks the wheel, goes right in front of me. I crank my car to the left. Slam on the brakes, skid, and and I know like oh I'm hitting her, I, I'm hitting her, boom! I just smack. You the hit back her end back of, bumper or yeah. the back of the side of her yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, and I I made a little dent. My car made a little dent, just just tiny. She obliterated my right light. I mean it's gone. Like I literally heard it pop. It exploded, <laughs> and my fender yeah. is completely. Messed up. Just jacked up. Mm-hmm. My undercarriage is gone. <laughs> like, 
it got raptured. I still don't know where it went. <laughs> it's with Jesus. It's my, f- my undercarriage uh, was caught up to heavenly glory. Um, it got out of here before s- things be got re- really bad. <laughs> I will be reunited with it one day, the day of resurrection. Um, and it made, yeah, so thankfully she had she had insurance. She had insurance. How, how did we make a car wreck story? We can make anything about a Disney joke. <laughs> I pride myself on being able to make a Disney joke about anything. <laughs> but it made me a grumpy old man because it I... It met him in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I hear the trumpet sound and my <laughs> undercarriage went, that, that bye-bye. Was that was your car alarm. It wasn't a trumpet. Right. It was your That's horn. Right. I was getting really scared because my uh, undercarriage was gone. I'm like, oh, I've been left behind. It's gone. They're just, no they're just bolts it's and, just and bolts wash it on the ground. It's a pile of bolts. <laughs> no! <laughs> just the bolts. <laughs> John, John Hagee's on the radio. If you're listening to this and was left behind, listen to me. Listen to my voice. <laughs> Look to the sky. Look at the blood moons. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, it turned me into a very grumpy person because... I, I all of a sudden found out what it was like to like be frustrated with the generation under you. And I didn't like uh, it. I didn't like it because so much shade is thrown at my generation. So much shade. Because you're a millennial. I am. Well, you are too. Am I though? You are. What, yeah. what year does it start? Uh, 86. No. <laughs> no. Yes. No, it's earlier than that. Check the interwebulars. No, it's, it's earlier than that. You, 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 are, you are on the old side of millennial. I'll give you that. But you are a millennial. All right, I got it. All right. You're calling me out? I'm calling you out, baby. All right. This is what Google says. Anyone born between 1996 and 1981 Dang it. is so a I think you should check your sources. You and I, what, Google? Yeah. I just, it's, it, it's literally Google. So the internet does not lie? Mm. I don't think they would lie about this. The internet has a lot of reasons to lie about a lot of things, but <laughs> okay. Basic so math, allegedly, we're both millennials. Allegedly, continue. yes. Until further studies, and we different. get hated on. We do. We yeah. as being like the laziest, lazy, snowflake good for nothing, snowflakes. I tell them it's dandruff, not snowflakes. Yeah. And to <laughs> you, <laughs> gross. That's sick. That's no. It's that's the generation drift. above us. <laughs> a lot of dandruff going up there in Gen X. <laughs> <laughs> so you were you were upset that someone was texting. I can't even. I was. And she ex- didn't I was even. upset with Gen Z. Mm. I was throwing some hate at Gen Z. I was, gotcha. and it made me feel like a Gen X. I remember you sent me a picture. And of I it didn't and like you it. Happy. Oh yeah, no. It's it's. I'm still waiting to hear from insurance. Thankfully, she had it, and but That's good. my my car got torqued. Anyway, so so that was your week. Let's try not to be grumpy going into our next segment here, because this next mm. segment, dude, we're wrapping up the solas. Rapping like Kanye. We're ra- no, no, don't do that. You're right. We're we're wrapping up the series in the solas. We have gone through them all except this last one. There's just one more. There's one more. No pun intended. It's one more. Like one sola. That's oh, right. okay. Yeah, sola deo gloria. Sola more. Sola deo gloria. To God be the glory alone. Don't start singing that hymn. Mm-hmm. No, don't. Mm-hmm. That's my mom's favorite hymn. Mm-hmm. Don't. You're doing I'm it. I'm throwing some love from Mama C. <laughs> she's listening. Yeah, no, I don't even know if she listens. I am now her favorite. <laughs> that, no, she's yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, so what why did the Reformation feel like it was necessary? That cuz it doesn't seem super super self-evident to say that 
God alone should be the recipient of glory, praise, honor, etc. Doesn't like who would argue that? Two words: the Pope. <laughs> with with a pop and pee, <laughs> the Pope. Uh, wh- so much glory and honor was being sent to the church, sent to the Pope. But wouldn't they just say that they were like giving it all to God anyway? They would that, say that glorifying that, but them the would Kishishe be. The said different. The ki- <laughs> they weren't sending follow, any of that money to God. Follow the cheddar. Yeah, follow, follow the cheddar. No, no, none of that money was uh, being sent through heavenly mail. Uh, gotcha. It was being used to build greater castles and brighter robes. St. Petersburg. And uh, line the pockets of the rich and learned. Hmm. Okay, but they were taken from people who had a lot of money. So, it, like they they yeah, were no. they were the super wealthy, and they had they could spare it. No, 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 no. So actually, not. Um, they mm. were actually taking it from the poor that had nothing to give except their last hope for salvation. Ah, uh, which was money. That's pretty jacked up. It was very jacked up. Mm. It was it was it was quite awful. Like the it was the height. Like it doesn't get much more jacked up than that. That is pretty messed up. When it comes to church abuse, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't doesn't get much worse than selling salvation. Yeah, it does, but not by much. Yeah, (laughs) you're like I can't think of what would be worse. I can't think of something on the spot, and I don't want to dwell on it too much. Yeah. So why is it? Because so this one is often uh, regarded as the greatest of the solas. Sure. If if you if you were to pick one, sure. Yeah. If you were making a team, you'd pick Soli Dio Gloria first. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Makes me think, like, who would we pick last? Like, Sola uh, Fide over here, like, you know, I always you know, I always get picked last. I might as well just, at least it always happens. <laughs> One forgets me. Everyone calls me Fide. It's <laughs> stupid. No. Sola Fide. They don't even want to say my name. Um, why, would, why would we say that uh, Soli Dio Gloria is, like, the, the, the most premier of the solo, Solas? Because every, for well, for one thing, it wraps all of the other solas and gives them purpose. It literally takes all of the other solas that we've talked about. It is for this purpose, and it's to be giving God glory. Mm-hmm. Sola Deo Gloria is literally the purpose, you know, the 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 huge existential, like, like philosophical question, what is the meaning of life? Why are we or here? Or the chief right? end of man. Or the, what is the chief end of man? Uh-huh. Uh, man's, or what is man's primary purpose? Right, it's uh, well, that's how I grew up learning it. What is man's primary purpose? To glorify God and enjoy Him forever. But like, where did you learn that? Is that like the Tenasket? No, the Westminster. Westminster Catechism. Short says the chief end of man. It says what is man's primary purpose? That's what I. Grew I'm up calling with. you out second second time in a uh, row. You called me out. I'm like, calling I you out. Proved you. Uh, I'm calling you out. All right, I will find the little booklet that I was. <laughs> I will on. find <laughs> it. <laughs> I will find it, and I will prove you wrong. <laughs> Oh, uh, I believe the little booklet uh, your parents gave you said it. It was the Westminster Shorter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying it was. It was the Westminster Shorter Catechism. What is man's Sh- primary purpose? Show me man's the primary money. purpose is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And I like it was just ingrained in my head. Sure. But that is the purpose you have the of answer literally right. all things. Yeah. Everything that happens, everything that exists from the beginning of time to when we are all raptured <laughs> and all Stop. caught up in the glory. Fine. Stop. No, 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 no. Sorry. Even after that. Even after the rapture happens. In the millennium. In the millennium. Stop it. <laughs> when the locusts are flying around. No, it is all done for the glory of God and the glory of God alone. Salvation is for the is for the glory of God. Everything we do should be done for the glory of God and glory of God alone. 
And that's what the reformers were trying to say is because so much emphasis was being put on bringing the church, bringing honor to the church, honoring the saints, honoring the pope, honoring the cardinals with your, you know, you know, with with your praise, you know, the intercessory prayers and all that. And the reformers like, no, Mm -hmm. there is one person and one person alone that is worthy of our is worthy of praise, worthy of honor and worthy of glory. And it's God and God alone. So I wasn't listening because I was looking up the answer. I'm totally right. So it's the chief end of man. Well. Can you can you say what you said again? <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> you're the how worst. Would you <laughs> you're the worst. How would you define glory? This I mean, is how much Daniel enjoys proving me wrong. Is he will literally sacrifice listening to, listening you talking about to the me glory of God. on the podcast so that he can be like, oh, hey, by the way, hey. Did, I didn't hear anything you said, but but you're wrong. <laughs> Get the step in. You no, wrong, bro. no, you found a way to uh, bring brought it, it back. Brought it back. No. Okay, continue. Go. go. Uh, how would you define glory? Like glorifying God? Like you basically defined it, but I think most people, if they don't think, it's sometimes when we talk about glorifying God, it can be kind of abstract and hard to put our arms around. Sure. Like when we say that man's chief end means the 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 end to which or the goal to which or the mm-hmm purpose for which we exist right is to exalt worship magnify extol highlight point to who god is in his person right and that is why we exist right it's not for me it's not for i guess that kind of all-encompassing yeah well you know (laughs) it's not about anything else it's about him no, exactly. And and something that I struggled with for a long time is figuring out how you do that in a like non-church or non like pastoral setting. Like mm. I, I had a very hard time figuring out how I can fill in like like chop wood for the glory of God. Or fix how septic I can systems. Fix septic systems, right? Like I had to fix some septic systems or or put piping together or you know, I have people who are I have people. I have friends and relatives who are, you know, who are who are coding. I have, I have people, people, Daniel. I have people. <laughs> they will find you. Probably not. Probably not. But no, no, and, and it's 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 not just the thing itself that you're doing. Because we can do a lot of things that seemingly don't have any like real like tangible way that Wait, it affects so the church. So we you like we see it when we come into church and we sing songs, we get okay, I'm worshiping God. Right. I'm glorifying God. That we is get, we that's even obvious. get that's obvious. We could even yep. get like I'm listening to a sermon in yep. a way to think how does this change me? I right. engage in the sacraments. Right. I maybe even we could see it I, I help my brothers and sisters in the in the body of Christ when they need it. Right. We can see how those things serve the end of God's glory. Right. How does, or, or should we mm-hmm. in the way that we, I mean, I used to fix septic systems for a job. Yeah. Um, how does that, or should that bring God glory? How does um, the mom who's at home mm. changing diapers, right. Uh, taking care of kids, cleaning the house just so that kids can make it a mess again, just so that she can clean it again, just so the kids can make it a mess again. Like, how does that or should that all be arrested for God's glory? Yeah. I think it really comes down to not focusing so much on the thing itself that you're doing, but the reason you're doing it. Your attitude, 
your motives for why you're doing it. Um, There's a quote by, it's attributed to Martin Luther. Some people say he didn't say it. Some people say he did. It's a good quote. I'm going to say it anyway. He says, I believe it. He says, uh, (laughs) he says, the Christian shoemaker does not bring God glory by putting little crosses on the bottom of each shoe. Yeah. He says he brings God glory by making good shoes because God loves good craftsmanship. I actually heard a crazy story about this this week. Oh, okay. Like go a for crazy it. story. Yeah, go for it. What is it? It was a young woman okay. who was convinced that she ought to glorify God in everything she did. Okay. That's, and she had a, a job as a like a typewriter person. Okay. And so she would literally like mindlessly copy things all day. Right. And her uh, supervisor walked by. This is like everyone who hears this is going to be like, oh, that's like a preacher story. Probably not even true. Okay. Uh, no, it is. Okay. And you'll see at the end how it is. And uh, the manager walked by and saw like she was outworking everyone else. And he asked one of the floor managers, like, what's up with that girl over there? Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, yeah, she's a Christian. Oh. And he's like, well, what does that have to do with anything? Right. Oh, it means she works differently, actually. And he, the guy was so like impacted by it yeah that he started like thinking and considering christianity was converted wow by the way that that young lady lived out her faith in the mundane things of her life that she honored and glorified god in the way she typed right that man who was converted gave his testimony in a church one time and there was a person in the audience whose name was sinclair ferguson who was converted because of that story. Wow. Old Sinclair. Wow. Was converted because a young Christian girl typed Soli Deo Gloria. And she didn't actually type the words Soli no, Deo she, Gloria. I don't think Just she to did. be clear, she typed <laughs> yeah. to the glory of God. So Daniel, would you say, would you, would you say then uh, preach the gospel always and when necessary use words? <laughs> I hate that quote, by the way. <laughs> I I don't think that's what you're saying. I actually yeah. like the quote, except how it's used all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> usually, what we mean, usually when we say that, we're like, I don't want to like, preach. I the like gospel. the quote, except I hate everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it if it if by it you mean everything in our life should glorify God. Right. Ah, cool. Right. But if what you mean is like, I don't want to share the gospel i just want to try to live differently in the way that i don't have to talk about the gospel yeah and sadly that's the way it often is used i don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with the quote more the application or use of it yep but we should do everything in life to the glory of god which means it's like sinning gets ruled out yeah 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 because yes you can't sin for the glory of put the big kibosh news flash on the it's impossible (laughs) to sin for the glory of god (laughs) You can't do it. No. I've tried. You can't do it. You've it doesn't tried. work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Lydia> Gloria. <laughs> I'm sinning that grace may abound. No, right. That's um, not it. But but no no, it's this mentality. <laughs> it's this mentality of Was that the so and so is my jam <laughs> intonations? Yes, that's right. But applied to grace sitting. May abound. Oh, no. Grace abounding. Um no, I it's this mentality that I am not here to serve myself. I'm here as an ambassador. I'm mm-hmm. here as a representative. So all of my speech, yeah. my actions, how I work, how I talk, everything is reflected back to the person of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So that with that mentality, what that should cause us to do 
is how we work, how we play, how we interact with our friends, our family, all of it. It means we can't have any fun, though. Yeah, because bringing God glory is really, really boring. Wait, the second the second part of the question or the answer to Catechism one, uh, which which version, mine or yours? The true one, mine, mm-hmm. uh, would be and enjoy enjoy Him, him forever. forever. If you want to go, Piper, God's most glorified in us when we are most Christian hedonism. Satisfied. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am a Christian hedonist. Are you? Are Sometimes. you for real? No, I don't okay. think. <laughs> yeah, are you a big pipe fan? That was his thing. Uh, I am a Piper fan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't agree with everything that he says, but yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm actually a huge Piper fan. God used so off track. Favorite favorite Piper book. Favorite Piper book. Yes. Oh my goodness, his marriage book's really good. Uh, uh, the uh, this 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 monumental marriage. Uh, this momentary. This momentary. <laughs> Wait, momentary. Yeah, it's wow. momentary. <laughs> I, 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 it's my favorite book, and I don't know anything about it. <laughs> it's momentary. This, I thought, it was, mo- this, I thought this, it was monument. This marriage is big. Yeah. Just, uh, actually, oh, marriage book. Okay, cool. Yeah. Fantastic uh, book. Don't Waste also, Your Life is mine. Uh, also a great book. Solid book. Great song. Makes sense because you're a Lecrae fan. I was a Lecrae fan. You were. Uh, yeah. Great Until book, Until Kanye Should- dropped his fire album. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. That isn't what took me away from Lecrae-ness. <laughs> That's fair. Um... So this topic came up in my Old Testament class just just this last week. Oh, okay. And um, somehow the students got me sidetracked again, which they're very good at doing. Yeah. And we were talking about uh, limited atonement and or particular redemption, however you want to say it. Sure. And uh, one of the the students asked me, you know, like how does how is that fair? Like why would God do that? Why would mm. God make great question? Make people well, he would never. Yeah save yes correct and i said well that doesn't make sense does it if we have a a man-centered view of life Mm. and so i drew a i'm not very good at drawing on the board as you know yeah but i drew a big circle okay and i put an m right in the middle and said we're naturally born with this as our default worldview right the world revolves around me Mm. and things only make sense as they relate to me i drew another circle with a with a go figure a G in the middle for yes. God, I said. But once we start viewing the world, the universe, and and everything in in correspondence to God, yeah. And us out here on am way way out on the periphery, right. orbiting uh, the the center, which is God, and just said, you know, this is if we're going to make any sense of the Bible or any sense of reality, we have to view it through the lens that the Bible teaches us. Yeah, it is not about me, and that solely deal of glory actually I think assaults the very core of who we are in Adam. Mm. We at yeah, the core true. of who we are think it's about me. Yep. And the reformers came along, and yes, responding to the Pope, yes, responding to the Catholic Church, but I think even more than that, responding to the heresies of the human heart. Yep. And said, you know what, life is not about us. Life is about him. And so everything in our theology, everything in our life, everything in the mundane, everything in the big, everything in the little, it's for him. And if our lives don't reflect that, then we're failing in our primary purpose. Yeah. I think it was John Owen, I want to say, I think. Or Edwards, I'm not sure, uh, that said that the the human heart is a factory of idols. That would be Mr. John Calvin. 
Oh, is that a Calvin thing? That's a Calvin thing. The human heart is a factory. Close. If you, if you want to say it in the English accent, factory. It's a factory of ideas. <laughs> um, and That's it's one true. of my favorite it, Calvin it, quotes. Yeah, because it really, like, like you were saying, it gets to the heart of our main problem. Is we were created part of being made in God's image. It was, we we were created to worship. That is why oh, we yeah. are here. We are created to worship, and we will worship something. I feel like that's a David Crowder song somewhere. What? Yeah. I, 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 Why is that I, sparking something? I never listened to David Crowder, really. I didn't. I'm sorry. I so didn't. you listen to weird 80 music, but not. That's not weird. The Crow Crow. It's not weird that. The Cray Cray. Okay. The Cray Cray Crow Crow. No, I didn't. Uh, but, so, but we we were created. We were created to worship. To worship. And we will worship something. Always. We are. We 100% are, of the time we are worshiping. It's not like there are spiritual people and non-spiritual people. No. We're all spiritual people. All of us, we 100% all of the time. Yep. We are either worshiping ourselves yeah. and what we put up as worthy of worship, or we are worshiping God. Yeah. We are bringing glory to ourselves or glory to God. At the end of the day, those are the two paths, right? And when we say glory to God alone, sola deo gloria, what we are saying is that everything that I do needs to be about how does this bring glory and reflect the glory of God and send it to him versus what can I get out of mm-hmm. this? Why am I, you know, what, what, what do I benefit yeah. from this? Do I hear a crazy idea? Sure. Yes, I of think, course. I think that Soli Deo Gloria is one of the most, if not the most freeing of doctrines. Mm. Suss that out. It means that life is not about me. Yeah. It's about someone greater than me. Right. And so only a life that is consumed with that can start seeing work, art, family as serving a greater purpose. And it actually is the foundation for why Christians can march to their death singing. Oh, man. That's a freeing doctrine. Yeah. The reason... the, the, The... the truth of Soli Deo Gloria, I think, undergirds. It's like that bass note in all of the martyrs' songs. Yep. Like that is a freeing doctrine. Yep. And it should set us free to live life, do art, love our neighbors, feast for the glory of God. Hmm. It's rich, man. It's just the it's it's the mentality. And it's the acknowledgement that we are here to serve the king. That yeah. I, I am not I am not a king. I'm here to serve. You're the not a king. big deal? I'm not a big deal. I think I am. Is sometimes. he a big deal? He's the biggest yeah. deal. He, the biggest deal. Big, there's only one big right? deal. There is there is. There is one king, one yeah. king on the throne. And if I start getting into the mentality of bringing glory to myself, calling myself a king, calling yeah. myself you know the you know whatever whenever i'm pointing things toward myself i'm missing the point of why i exist yeah. it's that deep yeah i i am missing the point of why i exist on this planet you draw breath you pump blood for one reason yeah and it's not you it's for him it's not me it's not about me and that'll drive all of our theology. It will. Or it, should, it should. It should drive all I actually our argue, so our next kind of set or series that we're going to go through is Calvinism. Ooh, and if drop you, spo- spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. And we've already told you folks that. Yeah. Um, but they probably forgot yeah. at this stage. It's true. Calvinism's next. 
if we're going to rightly understand salvation, yes, you cannot approach that. Well, actually, I mean, I suppose you can. You shouldn't approach it <laughs> with a man-centered view. No. Um, you're not ready for the conversation on Calvinism if, if we don't have first established everything in this world, everything in this universe is for God. Yep. And that's the reason why we went through the five solas first. Yep. We sola have to lay the groundwork. Sola Christus, sola gratia, sola fide, sola deo gloria. Yep. It's because we need a foundational understanding yes. that everything is about God. Yes. Not about us. So yes. now we can start going into the more difficult doctrines, if you will. Yeah. And it helps us interpret. It helps us to have a better and deeper understanding yes. of why the doctrines of grace are true. I don't think I don't think unconditional election. I don't think limited atonement. I don't think irresistible grace or things like that. I don't think they make any sense if all of life is not lived f- for God and for God alone. Completely true. I have <laughs> something for you. You know what time it is. This is the uh, point uh, where things don't make sense for you. You start feeling. It is the session of oppression. It is time for you, as a fellow millennial, <laughs> to become a grumpy old man, uh, as I oppress you with <laughs> you didn't awesome even you song. didn't even show any love for my session on oppression no Cause love because it, it was dumb so daniel this song that i have for you today it's a good one uh mm-hmm. it's a very well-known song also as uh, the one last week actually uh released in 1984 uh-huh. um, this one's a little bit different in that it wasn't released on an actual album uh per se it was made for a movie a film a film that came out in 1984 this song uh it won or it was at least nominated for Academy Award for Best Original Song, Golden Globe Awards for Best Original Song, just top the charts. One of the Got one it. of the most popular songs in 1984 um, by an artist named Kenny Loggins. You're telling me the other artist's name? I am. I'm giving you the artist's name because if I tell you the name of the movie, it will tell you what the song is. So go ahead and hit that spacey bar and enjoy. Yep. About that bass. Oh no. Good stuff. It's Kevin Spacey. Kenny Loggins. Uh, it is Kevin. Sp- uh, yes, not Kevin Spacey. No, Ke- Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Yes. Is this Footloose? It. Whoa! Oh! Audience applause. How, okay, so how do you, how do you know this song? Well done. I'm actually um, impressed. You didn't know you didn't know Summer of '69, but you know Footloose. Yeah. How does how did? So I've never seen this movie, but I had a friend in seminary who kept referencing it, and then he wanted to like he couldn't believe I hadn't seen it, and so he showed me this scene. Yeah. And it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible to our standards now. He was now. drinking beer. Like, oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> this has to be some kind of a parody of something. Like, this isn't I'm real. I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, no, no. I'm showing you the actual, the actual Kenny no. Loggins music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 dude, it's on. No, Devo. this. No, Josh. I'm telling you, this guy can't be serious. No, I don't believe this. Well, I'm pretty sure it is. It's Vivo. That's what I clicked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Footloose. These were such a dark time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Footloose. Oh, man. It'd be Kenny so hard Lovage. to be post mill in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> huh? like, Some people you're found, just going. found a way. And dude, here's the thing about post mills. They always find a way. They, <laughs> <laughs> they always find a way. Oh, oh, I love it. Well, Daniel, I'm really glad that I was able to uh, oppress you in this way uh, yet again. It's my favorite part of the podcast. That like, was the worst thus far. Like I just really yeah. Footloose. Okay, yes, he was gyrating. Okay, Footloose gyrating. He was gyrating. Footloose is the worst so far. Good to know. Yep. All but right. Thank well, you for feeling the need to ruin. Every, what took my parents week. decades to protect. Maybe next week. Maybe next week it can be your turn. Yes, I will actually show you something of excellence. Okay, all right, looking forward to that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know what you can do. You can head on over to iTunes, give us a raving review and a five-star rating. We really appreciate that. We are on all the sociables, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Reformatory Pod. It's the same for all of them, so Daniel can remember. Mm -hmm. Daniel, you have have anything closing on our way out here? Any pithy statements, words of wisdom? No. (laughs) 